0: Welcome to hashtag thatAsianIC. I'm Victoria Salvat, and I'm an instructional coach in Greenville, South Carolina. Greenville? Yeah, that Greenville. I'm also an organizer for EdCamp Greenville. In this podcast, I talk about all things education and taking care of your whole self as an educator. In this podcast episode, I'll be talking about the end-of-the-year crazies from my perspective as an instructional coach. It may look like your end-of-year crazy as a classroom teacher or another member of the school, but this is my perspective, so it gives you a little snippet of how I see things or what's happening going on as an instructional coach in my building. I love that um song by Justin Timberlake and how everybody made it into like a meme or something and they say, it's going to be May. Get it? It's going to be May, not me. I was asking my husband if he knew what I was talking about um, with that song and he just looked at me and he's like, no. What? You've never heard of that song? So cue me going to Google, pulling up the song, playing the song, bopping around, Acting like I could dance to the song. His face? Nothing. No expression. Nope. Like he's never heard it before. How have you never heard this song before? Yes, you have. Sometime, it just didn't stick to your brain. Anyway, guys, it's gonna be May. And we've got this. So in education, this is usually a time where it just starts feeling, I mean, there is March madness, but then it's like, okay, yay, spring break. And then all of a sudden everything hits you in the face and it's end of the year crazies. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but that's how I feel. Even even as an instructional coach, that's that's how I feel. So there are some things that I am trying or would like to try to do because of all this I mean tis the season for using that data right or we try don't we some of us are better at it than others and that's fine and you may have arrived and you're so amazing at it um I think I'm not too decent not too decent I'm not too shabby but um there are people who are probably better and people who struggle looking at data but that that is part of my job um as a classroom teacher I remember looking at those numbers and no one ever telling me what to do with them it was like thanks for the sheet of paper I'm gonna go trash it now or just stick it somewhere at the bottom of my pile that is never ending on my desk Um, I, I, you know, I just, I would try, but it's just that nobody really told me what to do with them and I didn't have the time. Like I didn't want to take the time to look and nobody sat down and said, Hey, try this first. Um, so I think now as an instructional coach, I, when I want to look at the data, I struggle with those feelings of, well, nobody really wants to look at this with me teachers are over this. What? What do I What do they even want to do with it? Well, reality is we have we need to. We need to look at it in some way. Shape or form fashion. It's there. You know, it's like that giant zit on your face. It is there. You're going to have to look at it. It'll go away, but you got to do something about it. So, what are some things that we do want to do? Well, so when I look at this, when we get the data for something, um, I don't know what your school district does, but we have um, a set of assessments that we take and we look at the data before we take the actual state tests. And I noticed that when I was doing this, I, I just was looking at all the, oh, look at where it's under. You know, these are the parts where the students didn't understand or didn't get it. What are we going to do there? I just had to stop myself because it was getting too negative. So let's do this instead. Let's celebrate the good. What are your students able to do? You know, there was a point in my career where where my the students in my class, collectively, they didn't score as well as students in a different class or different classes um, in the state test. But guess what? They did grow in their reading abilities. Like every single one of my students were better readers. But I don't know if anyone celebrated that with me. In fact, I'm pretty sure no one really celebrated that with me. I, and i don't I don't want to be like that. I want to be one to as a coach, celebrate with all classroom teachers, whatever that small thing, maybe it's not even at state testing data, maybe it's some sort of a different um and something different that the students did well. Let's celebrate that instead. I caught myself just you know. Saying all like all those things like hey look, this is, it's less over here and over here. But it was really neat to see classroom teachers and their expressions when we looked at the areas where all the students got something right, or most of it right. And hearing some of them say, "Hey, like I taught that, and they got it, they understood it." It gets tricky because they may have taught something, but maybe it was the wording or just one particular word or a visual that students didn't quite get because they've never seen it before. And it it just throws off the whole question for them. Speaking of things, throwing things, because of all the crazies of May We need to just throw off the bricks. There's so much junk floating around right now in education. Teachers talking about being unhappy, students and their behaviors being an issue, the pressure of the end of the school year. All of those are like weighted bricks and we need to just throw them off. Like, that's the sound of me throwing off bricks, just in case you were wondering. So throw off those bricks. It's almost like a mental game in my head, and I imagine a literal set of bricks that I need to throw off of my shoulders. Um, makes me think of that song where it's like, take a load off, Granny. I don't even know if those are really the lyrics to that song, but I, in my head, that's what they are. Um, <laughs> and, you know, for, for some of us, I want to get serious and real with you guys. I know for me... When times get really tough and it gets me like super down, I've realized that what I need is an actual counselor, like a professional counselor, you know, that kind. And that may be a shocker to some of you or maybe not. Um, I think that sometimes it's still a taboo thing that no one talks about, but I, it's good for our mental health. I i am proud that I take full advantage of the resources our our district offers, and that's the access to a mental health counselor if we need it. And just want to throw out there high fives to all counselors, because you are needed and you work. I wonder if there is like statistically a higher rate of use of counselors near the end of a school year. I want to think there is, or there should be, because it is like I said, end of the year crazies. So shameless plug for them. If you're feeling like you're going to break because of all the crazies in the at the end of the year and it's just too much for you, maybe that's an area or a resource that you need to tap into also. So I know that for all the places in the nation, there's state testing, end of the year testing. And that's something that we can't change. It's there. But what we can change is the stuff that we're doing in the classroom while we're either preparing for those tests or say we finish them and then that time after we're finished to the end of the school year. One huge thing that I, I have to say that I did do well when I was in the classroom and if I were ever in the classroom again, or if anybody who is in the classroom is listening, is that I never stopped teaching. I kept going. And if I felt like I'd covered all the standards and covered them well, then what else? What more can I push? Or what new information that wasn't in the standard, but I know our students probably don't know much about? And Give them the resources and activities to learn about that. Or what new um, technology have I not used before? Or activities that I haven't even tried before because they seem too out of the box. This is the perfect time to do it. Because one, you're, you know, we're all kind of probably getting bored of doing the same thing over and over again. And you need that extra boost. The kids need that extra boost. So this is a perfect time to do that. And the moment that we stop teaching or just kind of get lax about things, that's when the behavior problems start arising. I mean, that's just, that's, that's what happens. So stay on top of it. Always stay busy with the activities. And not just that, share the fun stuff that you're doing. Sometimes you have to set aside that feeling of that people might not like what you're doing or they might judge what you're doing. So what? People can take it or leave it. At least you're sharing. Most educators, they they like to take ideas and tweak them into their own anyway. You know, whatever makes them tick with that idea. And, you know, they might take it and run with it a whole different way. But it makes them excited about what they what they do. So even if it's just a portion of the idea that you throw out there, it's still you sharing your idea. What's amazing about people sharing their ideas is that you never know when your own idea is just that little something that gets somebody else's mojo going again. You know, there are times when I'm like, oh, I'm just kind of like sailing through my job, or um, people are, I know, are just sailing through their job. But then someone decides to share an idea, or they see something. I mean, it could be Instagram, Facebook, um, through an email, something, anything, and then you realize you see that like connection. They they get invigorated, they get inspired buy something else so they do something that is more exciting to them. You know, it's just like this domino effect. That's just I mean, you you can't even put a price tag on that. And now is a perfect time for all of that to happen. Um I'll, another thing that I either would suggest doing or am doing right now myself is just telling myself that it's okay to unplug um you know we tend to overload ourselves with things to do and just giving myself the permission to not go to go to something like just it's okay if I don't attend um and then using that time for myself instead um and I and I I think that's important this time of year it's for me as an instructional coach, I do things like verifying grades. What's that? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know either when I first started. It's like double checking for mistakes. So like auditing for educators. It's a blast. It's a blast. Um I I order I order things for um, some of our teachers. There's testing, but I am actually not a, um, I don't have to worry about the state testing. There's a different testing that our school does because we're an immersion school. So I do that. And then the coaching part, which is the heart of what I do. And it's really what I try to do the most of. But there are times like now, end of the year, where let's be honest, my, the formal coaching cycles, they just... Let's just put it this way. I tried to start off with 6 for this last semester and that is that is too much at the very end of the school year. It's like pretty much impossible. Definitely biting off way more than I could I can chew. So it's like when you are trying to shove this giant sub in your in your mouth. Because oh it's it's time to go, we're almost done. You need to finish it. But most of the sub is still outside of your mouth because it's that big. So not happening, not happening well. And I'm okay with owning that. It's you know, I tried it or I am trying, and I what I can do is regroup and and meet with these people and in my co- and my formal coaching cycles and and support them where i can but it, honestly it feels like that episode of ellen or when she's got um a bunch of people and she plays that musical chairs game with them and blindfolds them and then they have to like walk around or blindfolded and try to find these chairs but the chairs aren't really there so they're just kind of all over the place and like just flailing about and going nowhere but the chair's just not even there <laughs> I, I don't know why but that is kind of accurate to how I feel with what formal coaching cycles are happening right now so that's definitely a learning curve for me um and I, I'm okay with that so we will regroup and then I'll make a note of this so that next year I know, I know not to bite off too much at the end of the school year when it's May and all the crazies are happening. I tend to be the type of person who remembers feelings like when I read a book or books I've read in the past. I don't always remember the details of the book. But I remember the feeling. Or feelings that the book gave me. So I remember the feelings that the end of the year pressure used to give me. When I was in the classroom. And it wasn't pleasant. Not not Especially not in the testing grade levels. I think when I taught kindergarten. It wasn't actually that pleasant. It wasn't that bad because I didn't have that end of the year testing pressure at that time. Um, I actually felt like I had, like I finally had the the place under control. Like it took till March. I felt like for me, I'm like, oh, okay. Now they know how to sit. Um, But for definitely for testing grade levels, it it wasn't a, a pleasant feeling. And I feel like i I needed someone to to just tell me to take a chill pill, so if you're one of those people and you happen to be listening uh maybe this is someone the someone you need to tell you it's okay to take a chill pill. there's a lot of a lot of things so much worse that could be happening or are happening in the world, and I think we just forget to see that. Forget to see like the bigger picture, the bigger things in the world. You know, we just see numbers and we freak out and feel like the world is over. But it's not. It really, really isn't. And your worth, our worth is way more than that. You know, make it goal. Number one, love your children. Goal, teach them to be good humans. And then keep teaching them to read, write, and do some math. I wanted someone to just tell me that. So now I'm telling whoever, whoever needs to hear that. And I want someone to tell me that they knew I was doing my best. And so here I am telling you, I know you're doing your best. Thank you for joining me at hashtag ThatAsianIC. I appreciate your support as listeners. Tune in next Monday for another episode on all things education and taking care of your whole self. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Find me, ThatAsianIC.